911, what's the nature of your emergency? Good morning, police, fire, military, and families, and to everybody who is listening in on the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and I love mornings like this because it usually entails Tuesday and somebody pops on and they start complaining about how early it is, and I always retort and talk about how much earlier it is for me, and it's a morning like that. Good morning, you guys, and it's cool for me because there's a friend that I have. His name is Jason. And he and I, we got to talking about how difficult it is to cultivate relationships and friendships. And it's funny because as a man, he was talking about having met this other man and building this friendship with somebody that lived in a completely different state. And he's telling me a little bit more about this relationship. And he tells me this guy has a band and he's an officer and um, he started to talk about music and I told him, well, my favorite band is Bullet for My Valentine. And then he sends me a screenshot from this guy that he had talked to. And this screenshot is like, yeah, our band is kind of similar to Bullet for My Valentine. And I'm like, well, you got to tell me a little bit more about this guy. <laughs> and long story short, uh, my friend Jason, me too, the man that I have sitting in front of me, and his name is Aaron. And Aaron is a police officer. He also has a band called Weekend Picnic, and I'm super excited to kind of dig into a little bit of his story because I have a lot of selfish questions that I've built up. I've done as as much investigative work as I can, but it's kind of hard to find a lot of things about an officer who's kind of in this segue of trying to... um, I would imagine transition into making this a full-time career. And of course, that's an assumption of mine. And we'll get into that during our conversation. But I want to welcome you, Aaron. And I want everybody to just give Aaron a big good morning and a shout out. And thank you so much for spending this morning with me. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's uh, nice to meet you. and appreciate you uh, having me on this morning. And yeah. Cool. So talk to me a little bit about how you got into law enforcement in the first place. Um, I actually went to school to be a teacher, English teacher, and uh, got some family in law enforcement and I was always really interested in it, but I didn't know um, really if it was exactly what I wanted to do. But my cousin, um, he is a cop. He's now a sergeant in an agency in my state. And he took me on a ride along. He told me about it and I changed my major in college and ended up working some security jobs, became a reserve at the agency that he works in and uh, got my bachelor's degree and worked security and um, jobs like that in college. And then when I graduated, I got hired um, pretty soon after. So how long have you been doing that for? Um, My current agency I've been with for, I did a year and a half in the jail and I've been on three and a half years on patrol. So this year has been a whirlwind for every officer that I know. So how have you been coping with sort of the external influence? Uh, It's like you said, you know, it's, it's been one of those years. Um, It's probably been uh, the least, excuse me. I think I have the coronavirus. Just kidding. I don't. (laughs) Um, It's probably been the uh, least favorable year for me in this field. Um, Just kind of the change in tides with some people. Um, it's been difficult, but you know, my community that I work for is overwhelmingly supportive, which is very awesome. That's great. That's great to hear. Now, 
when it comes to music, I know, so I, I look at your website and I'm looking at your YouTube channel and for everybody who's listening, you see this group of guys and they are just having the time of their life. And it reminds me of hanging out with, I have five brothers and um, a lot of them are into music and it reminds me of just kind of hanging out with them. I sing and just kind of being in that environment where there's this constant state of energy that's flowing. And it's definitely apparent when, yeah, Clint said, not the Rona. Um, it's definitely apparent when you, when you see you guys and the way that you you have this this sort of cultivated relationship and i'm wondering when did music first become a part of your life um when i was younger uh first grade i think uh, my parents um forced me to do violin lessons <laughs> and uh that was before yellow card was a thing so violin wasn't cool really to me back then but i did that for a couple years and then uh, changed over to piano. My parents were trying to keep me out of trouble. So, you know, they had me in different music uh, lessons. And and then in uh, high school, I joined the choir and discovered that singing's what I wanted to do music-wise. was never super good at piano or violin. I actually played trumpet too in grade school. But uh, um, I loved to sing and uh, became section leader in uh, baritone section in high school. And yeah, we sang at uh, Carnegie Hall in New York City and um, cathedrals in Chicago. And it was a really good time, really uh, kind of what started, you know, where I am now with music. Um, I did a garage band with one of my really good friends from high school and my neighbor at the time. And we just kind of like covered some rock songs, like some Stained and Stone Sour. And, um, that was a lot of fun. And then that kind of fell apart, kind of my neighbor moved away to a different state and I moved. And uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden I got connected with these guys in uh, my band that I'm in now. And it's been awesome. It's been a roller coaster that only goes up. What was the name of your garage band? Oh, drop the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Had to ask. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know anybody who's ever heard of Yellow Card too. So the fact that you made mention of that, and then also that you were an English major and you played the violin, like you are just completely <laughs> blowing my mind with surprises this morning. So that's cool. So yeah. what was the conversation like then with you and the guys when you decided to just form this group? Um, I actually, the band I'm in now, Weekend Picnic, they were actually a band for, um, quite a while, um, probably nine months before I got connected with them. We actually had uh, one of my old coworkers when I worked security in college. He is uh, one of my band members roommates. And he saw some of the music that I was putting online and he showed his roommate, who is my uh, bandmate, Ben. And then he contacted me and asked if I wanted to come audition for the band. And was awesome. I talked to the guys that I was in a band with previously, and they're nothing but supportive. So the band I'm in now is kind of looking to go as far as possible with it. So yeah, and as you listen to this, their music is incredible. And I know from from looking at your website, you say on here that your goal is to make super accessible rock music. What does that mean? So within the genre of rock, there's so many subgenres, and we only have one song that's out right now, but over um, our other songs that are going to be on an album, 
they kind of breach into those subgenres. So if someone likes, you know, metalcore or hard rock as opposed to kind of like ballady rock, mm-hmm. we have all that. So we have a we try to breach all of those different subgenres in, you know, different songs. So no two songs sound the same. They could be a different subgenre within rock. So try to be as accessible as possible within, you know, the community of people who prefer rock music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sense. and it does. And that's actually a very rare attribute. And it makes me wonder what the creative process is like or how music is even created within the group. So Ben, whom I mentioned earlier, he's the founder of the band. He is a has a great mind for music. And he actually has this Twitch program that he does. He's called The Goat. Um, he has a show called Creative Sunday. So every Sunday he sits down for a couple hours and he writes new music live. And so he he just like straight up sits down and writes it. And like all the drums, guitar, everything. If there's strings in it, he writes that. And then he has a backlog. I suppose I should say we have a backlog of hundreds of songs. And then when I joined, I started writing lyrics and Ben and I wrote uh, vocal melodies for the songs and kind of fleshed them out and made them full songs. Cause they were missing the vocals and the vocal melody before I was in. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, Ben, you know, he's essentially our composer as well. He's our rhythm guitarist. And then Patrick is our um, lead guitarist and Drew is our drummer. Um, that's awesome. And such talent being able to span across all genres of rock. Yes, I know that is super, super rare. And I think one of the things that certainly makes you guys stand out am- among the <laughs> immense talent that you guys have um, for the song Suffer the Silence. I know that that's the first released single. So what is that song about? What does it mean to you? Um, it's it's one of those songs that's kind of open in interpretation, but I guess the easiest way to describe it um to a wide audience would be it's kind of like a um cover all love song you know you're maybe in a relationship with someone who is like perfect in every way and you're not and you're Mm -hmm. kind of warning them that they're too good for you but you hope they don't take your advice you know if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. where did that come from just uh kind of a backlog of you know, you try to, you think of a certain, you know, story or emotion you want to convey and you just kind of go there and just start putting it down on paper. That's my creative process for the lyrics at least. Cool. Very cool. And if you go onto their website, um, they actually have the chords listed out there for you too, which I, I think is an incredible touch because when you listen to the Weekend Picnic's music, um, there's something about it that's incredibly captivating. And I love that you sort of described the the process of that song in particular, because it does take you through this journey and it's it's very, very poetic and um, it, it's truly art. So I, I think it's in this. If there is one thing that I can tell you to do today, it is not only to go and check out their music, but to go on their YouTube channel so that you can see just some of this work in in process because it's really really fun to watch and Aaron you said that you see this band kind of going all the way so what does that mean for you especially with regards to your career um to to be determined but 
it's always kind of been my dream. I mean, I remember when I was little, um, listening to Breaking Benjamin, Papa Roach, stuff like that in a mirror, like just rocking out and singing it at the top of my lungs, you know, and that's something that I've always dreamed about. And obviously I love my career as a police officer and I guess we're just, we have, we have to see where it goes. You know, if my boss is listening, I'm not going to quit, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of nice because I'm kind of living, uh, two dreams of mine right now. I'm, I'm like the feeling like the male Hannah Montana, you know, if anyone knows what that is nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So having this then as sort of your, your outlet in some way, what does it mean to you, especially with a year like we've had? It's honestly, um, was well needed. Um, when they reached out to me to come audition, it was, a let's just say it was, it was perfect timing. Um, it was, you know, not the easiest year, not the easiest time. And, uh, it's been honestly a godsend because it's kind of takes you somewhere else. And I've met these, you know, great guys that I've become, you know, first weird bandmates and now we're, we're brothers. I know that sounds kind of corny, but it's, uh, it's really nice. You know, they say to have friends outside of law enforcement, if you're a cop and that's important. And, uh, these guys fill, you know, a lot of roles for me in my life and the creative process of writing and, you know, singing practice. And we've been recording a lot in the studio. That's, uh, you know, very well-timed and it's been a, like the perfect stress relief for me. Yeah. It, it's amazing that you have that. So as we all listen to this, how can we support you? How can we check more of you guys? What can we do to kind of be there and follow your journey? Well, you know, the the thing right now we're like a quarantine band because we can't play <laughs> shows or anything um but you know just being active on our social media pages is really really helpful um there's a lot of algorithms uh, when it comes to social media that have to be breached and you know just the more people that we have that are listening the better yeah uh, you know obviously for exposure wise but you know it's you know, not, not being able to play any shows or anything. We're kind of uh, dependent on people on social media or uh, Spotify actually in particular is really good for artist growth. So that's pretty much it. You know, liking, commenting, sharing, that kind of stuff is really helpful to get the word out. And we've uh, been really lucky because we have a lot of friends who Easy enough. Clint, I know you're, oh, sorry, Clint, I know you're listening. So if you can drop um, their social links down in the comments below, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, then we'll definitely put it down in the show notes too. And I mean, it's just incredible what you're doing. I can't imagine balancing the life as a first responder. And then also, um, I mean, I, I looked at some of your social feed and your growth. And just since you guys have released your single, there's been this influx of growth. And it's, it's really amazing to be able to see that and to watch that. And um, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm super, super proud of you and what you guys are doing because the music that you're producing, it's not only something that could be therapeutic for you to be able to to do and to be involved with, but also for the onlooker, the people who are listening and can who can relate to those lyrics and who can relate to um, your mission and the purpose and the reason why you're doing what you're doing. So I think that's an incredible thing. And as we all listen to this today, check them out on Spotify. Um, I know you have a new single. It's going to be released. What is it called? 
Uh, it's called Believe in Me. It's actually um, with the the somber tone of our first, of Suffer the Silence, our first song. Uh, this is a stark contrast. It's, you know, kind of a song for the underdog. And, you know, just it, as the title says, Believe in Me, it's one of those songs that, you know, you are telling people to believe in you, you know, giving people reason to believe in you. And uh, it's for the people that are struggling and the people that, you know, kind of, you know, need their crown shined, if you know, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. And I think we can all, if we're super honest with ourselves, relate to that in some way, especially this year. So believe in me, that comes out this Friday. It does. Um, Thursday at 2300 in Central Time. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah, we'll all look forward to that. We could download it on Spotify and iTunes, right? Yep. It's, it'll be on everything. Um, Apple Music, Spotify, um, some of the stores like Amazon, I think, is immediate either that or it takes a day pandora takes like a week um <laughs> some of the some of the stores take longer than others but um, we're gonna share like pre-save links and stuff on our socials today uh, so people can get it in their library before it comes out awesome cool so as you listen to this go ahead and check out weekend picnic make sure you follow them on social media and i am looking forward to not only your single but the entire album being released i am truly your biggest fan and i thank <laughs> you for coming on i know that you're super tired this morning now should be your bedtime and it's an honor for you to gift me your time this morning and i look forward to getting to know you more and to listening to more of the incredible music that you guys are producing and um thank you i hope you have a really good day yeah, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate that. I know it's even earlier where you are, so. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, take care.